This episode mentions sexual abuse. If someone you know or yourself is going through this, please call 1-800-RESPECT. That is 1-800-737-732. Museo Mondays with Kyan and Jade. Talking all things music, starting in... 3, 2, 1... Welcome back to Muso Mondays with Kyan and Jade, where we keep you up to date with everything that is happening in the music scene. We're going to be discussing the Surviving Sophia scandal, as well as the ARIO Awards and the Grammy Awards, and letting you know our favourite new releases from this week. Let's kick it off with Surviving Sophia, and we're going to start with what the whole thing is. So Surviving Sophia is a hashtag that has been circulating online for the past few weeks as influencers began calling out their friends, in quotations, named Sophia for being fake and scamming them out of millions of dollars. TikTok user King Asante said that not much is known about her except that she's from Toronto. And she said she was a publicist. She's allegedly been getting cash, credit cards, food, flights, and more from people like Jeff Wittek, Ricky Thompson, Denzel Dion, and Susie Antonian, who's from the vlog squad. And now there are rumors spreading about Jack Harlow. Asante has also said that Sophia basically started talking to influencers, telling them that she knew people like Drake, and even said that she was pregnant with Jack Harlow's baby, trigger warning. Some say that she said she was even sexually assaulted by him. That's a big claim. Yeah, very serious. Don't know why somebody would lie about that's horrible so let's Mm. I hope it's a lie because I hope that that didn't happen but Mm. I also hope that she didn't lie if that makes sense yeah I get that so according to spill sesh which is a um all of these sources are people that have been along the hashtag and just wanted to also say that uh media outlets um are quoting these users that I'm also quoting. Do your own research, form your own opinion with that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Just basically letting you know what's happening. Yeah. According to Spill Sesh, some of Sophia's close friends eventually became suspicious of her and they created a Twitter space, which if you didn't know, is like a new thing that they can do on Twitter. Um, basically, like you can get on there and you can talk, like a little voiceover, stuff like that. And a lot of celebrities do it to interact with fans. Anyways, they created a Twitter space called hashtag surviving Sophia, which started the hashtag. They added a bunch of influencers to talk about how things weren't adding up. And even though a lot of people were involved in this, they're all from different friend groups. So apparently it took ages to put the stories together. But aren't they all in that one group? Like on the on Twitter? Yes. But just like heaps and heaps of different stories. Yeah, heaps of different experiences. And everybody was kind of like, okay, well, how does this add to the timeline kind of thing? And it's like, got to make sure that they're not like just joining and being like, yeah, I was a victim. Mm, Just to kind of get clout. Yeah. I feel like you can never really be sure about like, I don't know, who's telling the truth when it's such a high profile case, sort of like this one. Yeah. Well, if you think about it, she's infiltrated massive groups. Yeah. Jeff Wittig is getting called out because he reportedly gave Sophia his credit card information, spills. Sesh says that Sophia knew someone named Maggie who knew Jeff and Sophia told Maggie that she works for Jeff and knew him well. So eventually Sophia said that something happened to her and she needed to get out of Las Vegas. So Maggie called Jeff, told him what happened and then Jeff gave Sophia his credit card information over the phone. Um, that's already very dodgy. Yeah, like how stupid are you? You don't even know this person that well and you're like, all right, cool. Uh, here's my credit card information by yourself, flight. Yeah, 
Why wouldn't he just buy the flight, like, for her and send the ticket? Wouldn't that just be easier? Mm. I don't know. There's a lot of open-ended things that have been said. So some people are actually calling all of these influencers that were victims of Surviving Sophia gullible and the users themselves. A Twitter user wrote, So to be clear, they were using her for her perceived clout and she was using them for their money. That's basically what happens. But people are actually comparing this situation um, to the infamous bling ring, which... Do you know what the bling ring is? Not really. Okay, so the bling ring was basically this group of thieves, seven teenagers and young adults who staged robberies all around like Calabasas, which is like a suburban California, like near Mm -hmm. LA. Uh, The teenagers famously robbed Paris Hilton, Lindsay Lohan and Rachel Bilson. And I'm pretty sure there was a few more that they also robbed. But this was actually made into a movie back in 2013 uh, starring Emma Watson, Taysa Farmiga and Leslie Mann. I probably butchered their names. I apologize. (laughs) But it's in a movie and it's actually so cool. The person who was the ringleader served her time in jail and has her own podcast now. That's pretty cool. What does she just talk about like what they did? I ran across, I came across it like a year and a half ago, so it might not be happening anymore. True. But she was talking about it. I'm pretty sure she even spoke to Paris Hilton. What? Yeah. She's like, oh, sorry, I just robbed you. Anyway, can I interview you? <laughs> right. <laughs> Anyways, Sophia Nur, who um, is this woman surviving Sophia, yeah. um, or alleged, uh, her Twitter account has been deactivated and she has seemingly disappeared from the internet completely. Many people are wondering if we'll ever hear her side of the story. I give it two years <laughs> and then we'll hear her side of the story. You reckon two years? I saw this thing though this morning where it was like, Sophia put out a statement and then like read this thing. But it's like, how do we know if it's the actual Sophia? Because it was just like a notes app thing. Yeah, that's true. Could have been a big, like somebody's just trying to get clout. Yeah. So I don't, I feel like the only way that anybody will believe her is if she goes on video because there's like three photos of her circulating. And I don't know if you watch Keen and JC on YouTube. No. So they're kind of like smaller music industry people. Like she's infiltrating into their lives. Like Dixie D'Amelio, she, she like somehow ended up at the boxing event. What? <laughs> and she was talking to Dixie D'Amelio and was like saying, oh yeah, like I'm friends with Drake. And she's like, okay. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> right. Just so many random people. But um, she was in the, they do this thing called like the reality house. Mm-hmm. And she was in the premiere for it. Like they took a video of everybody wearing the same sunglasses and you see her face pop up. And she's wearing the sunglasses. That's kind of freaky. She's infiltrated so many places. How though? And you know what's even weirder? What? Is that she got on stage with Jack Harlow and she was allegedly texting him. And apparently he was mad at her. <laughs> Good. I would be too. <laughs> like she got up on stage and he allowed her to be there. Yeah. And she got Denzel Dion and Ricky Thompson up on stage. I just don't understand how this random person has just gone into all these celebrities' lives. I've been trying for years. <laughs> My thing is, is why are people so trusting like that? Like, you're a celebrity yeah. and she claims to be a publicist. First of all, why would you let a publicist be your bloody close friend? Like, wouldn't you think they're going to sell all of your little dirty secrets to tabloids if they're a publicist? It's literally their job. That is what they get paid to do, just to find dirt on you. Just saying. I want to hear a side of the story. Me too. I hope she does a live or something. Oh my God. I hope she does an interview. Ooh. That'd be sick. Come on the podcast. Yeah, come on the podcast. <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> <God>. <laughs> we'll verify your identity. <laughs> but we are recording this on Thursday, the 25th of November. And this podcast will be coming out following Monday. More is coming out as we speak. 
Yeah, it's nonstop. It's nonstop. This hashtag is constantly like refreshing, updating, updating, updating. So I'm sure by the time this podcast episode comes out, there'll be a lot more. She might have even made her statement. We don't know. But of course, we'll, we might even like touch base. I reckon we touch base in a couple episodes or like when we, if something big happens, like if Mm. like a lawsuit gets filed or she gets arrested or something like that, we should talk about it. Yeah. But I think there's definitely more to come from this. 100%. It's just all these layers are just going to keep unraveling and we're going to find out so many things about all these different celebrities, I think. It's also just like you think about it right. And normally when you're finding like a story and you fact check it, you don't go off TikTok. You don't go off of YouTube channels. You don't go off of a hashtag. You go off actual news sources. But this is all we've got because the actual influencers with their little verification tick were talking and people are just reporting on that. So in the way, this information is factual, but it's also not. Yeah, it's a fine line. So it's all like alleged because they could be lying. We don't know. I guess we'll just have to wait for all the, I don't know, bigger articles to come out about it. And Yeah, well, I mean, the biggest thing, though... Is all this is happening, Jack Harlow and Jeff Widdeck has not spoken out about this at all. Only all the other influencers and a few other people. Do you think they will talk out about it though? Or do you think they're too like at the front of it right now to say anything? I think Jack Harlow needs to speak out with that allegation going around. Oh yeah, definitely. Him not speaking out right now is making him look really guilty. Yeah. I wonder if there's going to be a documentary on this in the future. That'd be sick. That would be pretty cool. Like, you think about it, right? How did somebody scam their way into Hollywood's biggest influencer groups? You have to be pretty smart, like... And scamming over $11 million, by the way. (laughs) Maybe I should be the next Sophia. (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) Okay, so that's basically the gist of Surviving Sophia that we're updated with at the moment. Let's move on to the ARIA Awards. We only just had them recently. And lots of great winners. So... Some of the winners, very big names. Taylor Swift won the International Artist Award. Rufus Dussol won the Group Award for Alive. And he also won the Best Dance Release for Alive. So good on him. Spacey Jane with Booster Seat winning the Best Song. Makes sense. I'm pretty sure it's been in the top 10 since last year. (laughs) Yeah, I remember it got like number two on the... Hot, hot 100. Yeah, I remember that. Um, Budra won Breakthrough Artist. Yeah. Justin Bieber and the Kid Leroy winning Best Pop Release with Stay. Doesn't surprise me. Also, the Kid Leroy won Best Artist as well. And uh, this person called Genesis Awusu won Best Hip Hop Release, Album of the Year, Best Independent Release, and Best Cover Art. Why have I never heard of them? Me neither. If they're winning all these awards, what? Maybe I feel like they're going to be one of those bands or people that you hear their song and you're like, oh yeah, that person. But from the name, don't know them. Well, we've been also looking on the website as well and we couldn't find who actually hosted it. It kind of just like said who presented this award and who presented that award. There was no clear host, so I don't know whether there was a clear host or not at all. But cool thing, Peach PRC, who is an Australian, very, very famous on TikTok, she was one of the presenters. So that's awesome. I know. Oh my God. She looked beautiful. Like obviously wearing all pink because that's her brand. Yeah. I would love Peach. If you haven't heard her music, I definitely recommend you listen. She's got very like an angelic, very like soft kind of voice, would you say? Yeah. Very, very... It's almost like polite. That's a good word. Polite. You'll understand when you listen. (laughs) Yeah. She has a song called Heavy. That's like her new song at the moment. And she like says some lyrics and then you're like, oh God, that hits me harder than 
bloody brick and <laughs> it's like all right come out here with your angelic voices talking about that moving on to another award ceremony that the nominations have come out for this one is a more controversial award ceremony the grammys very exciting i was very excited when i saw this list come out yes oh my god doja cat received seven nominations i know and she deserves every single one of them. She deserves to win them all. She sure does. Mm-hmm. Change the name of Grammys to just the Doja Cat. <laughs> the Doja Cat Award Show. Another artist that's done really well with their nominations was Olivia Rodrigo. She also received seven nominations, so good on her. Taylor Swift and Olivia Rodrigo are actually going to be competing for Album of the Year. Ooh. So that's going to be fun. <laughs> Who will win? I wonder if there'll be bad blood not to reference her music or anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll leave. The album that Taylor Swift released this year was just her redone one, wasn't it? She's released a few, I'm pretty sure. I wonder which album they're talking about. <laughs> she's she's yeah. done a lot this year. I, like I said in the last episode, the devil works harder, but Taylor Swift works harder. But also you think about it right, it'd be kind of unfair if she won a Grammy for re-releasing the album that she's already wrote right that's what i was gonna say it doesn't so it would have to be for something else but right. i guess it is still a new album with a new label because it's hers now and she's remastered it and she's yeah she would have done all the sound effects and stuff again because apparently she does that all by herself so i guess it makes sense but it seems unfair you know it's like all these artists have all these brand new ideas and all these new songs come out and then taylor swift re-releases and then she wins album of the year if i was one of those other artists up for the album of the year i know i'd be kind of disheartened if taylor swift won with an old album over my new album yeah yeah, like the massive snubbing that has happened in the history of the Grammys. Yep. I have a list of people. Um, also, have a few audios that I'm going to play for you as well. Um, just of celebrities, basically, they're saying that the Grammys just use their name to like promote their show and then doesn't give them any awards at all. So, people, so many celebrities, like massive big name celebrities, have called out the Grammys in the past. Even Kanye West put a video on Twitter of him weeing on his Grammy. <gasps> That's like the Kids' Choice Awards when they never, like, gave out that big surfboard or whatever they used to give away as prizes. And apparently no one ever actually received the big prize. I can't remember what it was now. I do I do know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's the big surfboard and they say it's, like, Kids' Choice Awards. Yeah. yeah. I, know, I know what you're talking about. Um, but also it probably costs a lot of money to do that too. True. But also you think about it, how much money they make off broadcasting on TV. Anyways. Um, <laughs> specifically... Massive snubs, award snubs, and the terribly, terrible voting process. <laughs> terribly, terrible voting process. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the one that comes straight to mind, though, when we're talking about this is The weekend. how he got snubbed of a Grammy nomination when he had, like, the biggest song of 2020, Blinding Lights. Hello? That song was, like, the only thing I heard in 2020. You couldn't escape it. It was like sleep paralysis, but it's just Blinding Lights playing. <laughs> exactly like that yeah he's like trying to sing he's like "Ooh, i'm blinded by the lights but my question is he was at number one for like i think it was like mm, 10 or 20 weeks or something like that in australia alone Mm. he was also number one all around the world for this song had the most radio plays besides dance monkey in australia and he wasn't even nominated see that's when it starts to get a bit like into the conspiracies because it's like oh well if he had the number one song why isn't he nominated you know and then people was born off that and then people also say that they're racist um that's also a claim that's been made um i'm actually gonna play an audio from tyler the creator who publicly called them out for being racist Hmm. about the voting process at the grammys has has any of that affected the way that you're looking at winning this award today? Uh, I'm half and half on it. Um, on one side, I'm very grateful that uh, what I made could just be, you know, uh, acknowledged in a world like this. 
Um, but also, it sucks that whenever we, and I mean guys that look like me, do anything that's genre bending or that's anything, they always put it in a rap or urban category, which is, and I don't like that urban word, it's just a politically correct way to say the N-word to me. So when I hear that, I'm just like, why can't we just be in pop? Why can't it just, you know what I mean? So I felt like half of me feels like the, the rap nomination was a backhanded compliment. Like, oh, uh, my little cousin wants to play the game. Let's give him the unplugged controller so he could shut up and feel good about it. That That's what it felt like a bit. Hearing that, that made me mad. Me too. I didn't realize, I didn't realize it was like that at all. Because I was under the impression that it was an online thing and everyone would vote and then those votes were whoever won. Have you ever seen the online voting for Grammys? I've never seen it. Because I would vote every year. Now that you say it, no. I haven't seen it. I see it for MTV. Yeah. I know I vote I for those it. ones. I see it for the EMAs, which is just MTV EMAs. So I what? It's, it just, Arias. it's just a bunch of guys in a room going, okay, well, that one can win best song of the year. Well, I've, I've heard that apparently it's a board of people. Ew. You know it's never good when there's a board. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's always going to be those old fat white dudes. Yeah. Just like Parliament. <laughs> Also, another artist calling them out uh, was Eminem. But don't fucking get us all here to use your selling point for your fucking show and stiff everybody every single fucking time. And I said, after that point in time, I was like, don't ever ask me to fucking come here again. Please do not ask me. My answer is no for a hundred million years. Never again will I fucking go to the grave. Well, well, now, you know, I know the Jimmy Jam and, and, and some of the members of the board, they are reaching out. Just Blaze and different folks are, are now trying to make it better. Would you ever consider, you know, joining the board and maybe you have a vote in it? First of all, that vote is fake as fuck. That's not a real vote. That's not a real vote. They give it to who, who they want to give it to. They give it to their darlings, the fucking, oh, this got critical acclaim, but it sold two records. Like, I, it ain't about always what you sell. I get that. Vanilla Ice, I understand. See, all this stuff comes out and it just makes me like doubt the music industry even more. Yeah, I feel like it's just been this year as well. I don't know if it's just because I'm more, I'm growing up, I'm more And we aware. also work in the entertainment music yeah. industry, so it's like you you keep up to date with that stuff now. Yeah. You wouldn't have when you were younger. And it's just like none of this, I wouldn't even think about any of this. I'd just be like, oh, cool, the Grammy Awards, that's great. Yeah, well, there's also like theories apparently you can like buy a Grammy basically if you like bribe the people. I don't know, I've heard that. But again, it's a theory. Money really does make the world go round. Mm -hmm. Like, do you see Blue Ivy was the youngest woman to receive a Grammy? She received a Grammy for being a part of Beyonce's um, music video. Okay, yeah, that's a joke. <laughs> and is also Beyonce joke. is the most uh, Grammy awarded person in history with 27. Mm. I wonder how she got that. Yeah, gee, I wonder. But anyways, you just wonder like what money and status properties and stuff like that actually does for you in that kind of industry. Music is very sneaky and you just, mm. you really have to have a lot of money to win. Yeah. Well, also you got to think about Jay-Z. He owns one of the biggest um, companies. Like he owns like a streaming service and he manages artists like Megan Thee Stallion signed to Jay-Z. Do you know that? I wish he never told me that. <laughs> I do not like Jay-Z. So a lot of artists that you that we all love and listen to assigned to him, like it's, it's just a business. Like he's a very good business person. Very good business person. Yeah. And Nicki Minaj actually publicly feuds with him and calls him out about it all the time. It's great. But then she, <laughs> everybody like hates her because she just calls out everybody. That's why I love her. Same. Because she doesn't stand for the fakery and the bullshit. 
Exactly. Now, The weekend last year, he tweeted out calling the Grammy Awards corrupt. And that everybody deserves transparency. Agreed. Mm-hmm. 1,000%. Also, I don't know if you remember, Nicki Minaj tweeted this out, actually supporting The weekend, saying that she lost Best New Artist to Bon Iver, although she had seven songs simultaneously charting on the Billboard Hot 100 all at the same time, along with achieving the biggest first week of sales that any female rapper in the last decade has ever achieved from her debut album, Pink Friday. She did not even get Artist of the Year or Breakthrough Artist or any Grammy. Was that around like the super bass time? Yes, the super bass is from the album, Pink Friday. And that was like the main song that blew up. Everybody knew about it. Yeah. That song is still so iconic. (laughs) Right. How could she not? Who'd she lose to again? Bon Iver. Who? I'm sorry, who? Actually, no, I do know who that is. I don't. I recognize the name. I might be thinking of Bon Jovi though. (laughs) Give me a sec. (laughs) (laughs) Also, Bon Iver might even be from Bon Jovi, so who knows? (laughs) Bon Jovi's twin brother. Something I just want to say as well, following the new Grammy nominations have also just dropped. The Weeknd no longer submits his music. So like when you want to get on an award show, right? It happens with the radio awards. You have to pay money. Did you know that? Yeah. I think you've told me that before. Yeah. So you submit your award and you pay money. Yeah. You're not just like randomly picked out. and. Yeah. No. No. You submit yourself. Yeah. Sorry to break the glass there, but all the artists that have nominated and all that, they've submitted their own songs to the board. Or their um, label, what of. Yeah. And then the songs that you pay to submit, it then goes to a board and they all listen to the songs that you've submitted. And then they come up with their finalists and that's the nominations that are announced. It's a stupid way to do it. It happens with like the radio awards. Like I was going to put myself in there. But then you had to pay. It was like $100. And I was like, I don't have that money to just throw around. <laughs> just for some uh, award I might not even get. Yeah, something that I'm not even going to be a guaranteed to even be a public nomination. Anyways. So the weekend isn't putting anything in anymore. No, but just in, like as we're recording this, he's received three nominations for the 2022 Grammy Awards after calling them out. The plot thickens. I just can't believe I literally just opened up my Instagram and saw that article from Billboard. That's pretty cool. We would have been kicking ourselves if we opened our phones like afterwards and been like, oh my God. Right, get the microphone back out. (laughs) A lot of people are mad because Ye, or Kanye West, scored four Grammy nominations this year for Donda, including Album of the Year and Everyone is saying, how on earth did that album get nominated for album of the year? My question is, how did he even get nominated after you released a Twitter video of him pissing on the Grammy? Why would he even go back and put his music forward? He pissed on their Grammy. Like, you think you're going to win? Surely he's just pulling the piss, literally. (laughs) He's taken the piss. (laughs) And I'm looking on the official website as we're speaking, right? And I genuinely can't find where The Weeknd's nomination is. Unless they're going to put him in rap. What? But he releases R&B music. I've scrolled past the R&B category and he's not even on here. I wonder if it's something different like production. Or like video. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe one of those weird ones. Because he has had some good videos come out, so it could definitely be for a music video. I can't find it. I genuinely cannot find it on the official Grammy Awards website. I cannot find where he is nominated for awards. So is he nominated or not? That's a bit confusing. They're saying that he is, but I can't find it unless they haven't updated it. Probably the case. The bloody board. I'm getting sick of this board. Oh, same, honestly. Moving on to our favourite new releases of the week. Uh, what's your favourite new releases? So, I actually have a very exciting song to talk about. Fletcher and Hayley Kiyoko have now collabed. So, they say that it, this is for the girls, gays and theys. 
because they are such massive influences of LGBTQ plus community in the music industry. Fletcher said that this song, it's called Cherry, is the prequel to her most recent single, Girls, Girls, Girls. And it's about the curiosity you have about someone before you're intimate with them and kind of wondering what it would be like. When she was creating this, she couldn't get the idea out of her head of having Hayley Kiyoko on it. I remember seeing this thing where it's like people call Hayley Kiyoko lesbian Jesus. Yeah. (laughs) She's just steered into it though. (laughs) She's like, like, I love this. I'm going to keep it. Also... If you were famous and like a lesbian, wouldn't you love to be called Lesbian Jesus? <laughs> yes. <laughs> would no. that be like the biggest honor ever? What were they trying to be mean? I don't know. <laughs> so that song by Hayley Kiyoko and Fletcher. It's called Cherry. Very, very good. Very, very groovy. And of course, all these songs will be on our official Music Monday Spotify playlist. Um, the other song I've been listening to is by Ashley Kutcher. It's called Strangers. And this is from her debut EP. In this debut EP, she opens up about love, loss, and the feelings in between. It's a very emotional EP. And she's only 23 years old. I was really surprised, actually, when I found out this was her first song, because, like, it's well done. Gives me good vibes. Ashley Kutcher, Strangers. And if you want, listen to her whole EP, but we're only putting Strangers in our playlist. Alrighty, so my favourite new releases, um, All My Time by... Misha, I think it is. Um, I've had this song on repeat since it dropped. Oh my God. Her EP, Smoke, which this is from, it's a brand new EP. And she just won a NEMA for Best Album. It's the National Indigenous Music Awards for Australia. It's so good. It gives me a scissor vibes, but like a little bit more like poppy. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like it's yeah. like she's R&B, but like kind of sounds like a, like an Australian scissor, but you can understand what she's saying. That is a pretty good description because I heard the song before we started recording and yeah, it does sound like a R&B poppy scissor. Oh my God. It's such a vibe. Anyways, that and also a song called Real Nice by Young Franco, TK Maidza and Nerve. It's such a groovy song. I've always always loved TK and Young Franco so much. All of TK's music, it's just so good. She's also, all of TK's music, she's so good. And Young Franco, both amazingly talented artists. And I'm so excited to see them like collaborate together. It was pretty cool. If you've enjoyed today's podcast episode, don't forget to follow us wherever you're streaming your podcast and also head over to our Spotify and you can check out our playlist, Official Muso Mondays playlist. And of course, give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Muso Mondays. And if you ever need to find links for anything like that, just click the link in our bio and it will take you to everything that you need to see and tune in next week goodbye Muse Mondays with Kyan and Jade